Hi everyone and welcome to tonight's installment of Questionable Booking. Got your host here, Gerard Clark. And this is DC. I think tonight we're talking about, what are we talking about? King of the Ring 2000? Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I, uh, I mean, I like this pay-per-view. I, I like all pay-per-views, I'm going to be honest. Let's, let's just be honest here. <laughs> I like the, all these pay-per-views in this area, mm-hmm. in this era. But uh, this one was particularly uh, good to me. I'll be honest. I liked uh I like the King of the Ring tournament. Mm-hmm. Same here. I was a fan of the King of the Ring tournament. I was kinda mad when they kinda got rid of the pay per view King of the Ring and kinda made it a part of Raw and or SmackDown and then maybe at a pay per view they'll have a finals. Mm-hmm. I really like I, I kind of like that tournament aspect of wrestling matches and kind of wish they would bring back that pay-per-view, but it is what it is, man. What was your thoughts on King of the Ring in general? Um, man, I, hey, I was a huge fan of the King of the Ring pay-per-views. Um, like you said, whenever you have it, you know, some matches during – Raw or SmackDown or whatever doing a weekly show, it kind of it. It didn't to me then it, it didn't hold the same merit. You know, I, I enjoyed it way more when you have the whole tournament in one night. Uh, from the beginning to end, and I don't have to tune in weekly just to see, you know, who's going to win and everything like that or to see or see the matches. So by creating a pay-per-view around the tournament in general, I feel like was genius. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was kind of cool just having, even though you would see the same people coming out. So the lore wasn't, huge but it it was just so cool seeing how wrestlers would wrestle maybe three times that night win the king of the ring and it kind of before it would kind of propel their career right right? like you had bret hart be king of the ring owen hart be king of the ring stone cold be king of the ring triple h be king of the ring Mm -hmm. there were some others i just missed but it was a big deal like my favorite wrestler of all time won the King of the Ring, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and it kind of propelled him with that monster promo he gave after winning it. It right. was right. It was it was a big deal, and I, I think it still could be a big deal. But what would you rather have, King of the Ring or Money in the Bank? Um, give me King of the Ring, man. Uh, Money in the Bank is cool. I mean, to me, if if, if I'm gonna be honest, it's gonna be my personal hot take. But it, to me, it's just a, a glorified ladder match. I mean, to me, 
latter marriages were how can I put this? Well, I enjoy ladder matches more titles on the line. Boom. You know, whether, I mean, I'm going back to the Hardy boys and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And when you have money in the bank, don't get me wrong. Whoever wins money in the bank, the drama for when they cash it in is exciting. But at the same time, I know when they cash it in, most likely they're going to win. You know what I'm saying? They're going to they're gonna win the belt that they're cashing in on. I'm not really king of the ring, you know, the tournament style. Sometimes. Well, yeah, I mean, not all the time. Sometimes, not all the time. Right. It's just, to me, king of the ring was just way more exciting. You know, it was just, I mean, I, I was locked in from the pay-per-view from beginning to end to see who was going to win this t- tournament. I mean, I'm locked in from from all pay-per-views from beginning to the end, but this one, it was just like, okay, I get to receive Rikishi uh, wrestled three times in one night. You know what I mean? It's just, or I get to see, I mean, I I don't know. Did you enjoy it? No, no, I agree, man. Okay, I was going to say, what was your feeling? Did Did you want Money in the Bank more or King of the Ring more? Which one? I mean, lately, the money in the bank is kind of losing its allure as well. Like, Otis was a money in the bank and did nothing with it. Right. I was hyped when Otis won, but I they didn't do anything with him. Yeah. So I feel like the, the money in the bank kind of doesn't really mean anything anymore. Right. It's like, ah, you win this money in the bank uh, ladder match. But there's a chance that, ah, you might not get a shot to do anything with it. Or Baron Corbin won it, and he cashed in. And he didn't, it was unsuccessful. Mm -hmm. I mean, go ahead. Which I think adds to a, 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 a layer to the money in the bank. Which was kind of exciting. Like, hey, not everybody's going to win the title once they win the money in the bank. But I don't know. It, it was the whole Otis thing kind of threw me off. And I was just not not in tuned anymore with the money in the bank or invested. Right. So I'd rather have the uh, king in the ring, quite honestly. I mean. I'm going to tell you whenever I personally uh, was kind of turned off from the money in the bank. It was when the women's uh, had their money. It was the inaugural, inaugural, ah, <laughs> inaugural uh, money in the bank ladder match. The one that our Car- Carmella, whenever she got the money in the bank, the the very first one. Uh, mm-hmm. I had no issues with the match. Uh, I had no issues with Carmella winning the Money in the Bank. I had issues with it was like, okay, this is the first Money Money in the Bank match for the women, and then you're gonna have James Ellsworth get the case and then toss it down to her or hand it to her. However, I forgot, I forgot how he did it, 
But it's just, to me, it just ruined the whole premise for me because this is the first one for the women. And, you know, it's a huge thing for the company and everything like that. And then you have James Ellsworth climb the ladder to get it to give to Carmella. Like, so much progress to be set back literally in one in, in one move. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was uh I like that as well. Um yep. it was it was entertaining, but I <laughs> I mean yeah it, it was, was very entertaining. I'll give you that. It was entertaining. I mean James Ellsworth was was entertaining in himself <laughs> by himself. You know what I mean? Oh, he was yeah, it was great. Him and Carmella, that that dynamic, it was fun. Um but I see what you're saying. I, I get what you're saying. It was like it kind of messed up the the whole uh, dynamic of the match and the seriousness of the match right. because you had James Ellsworth come and be a huge component to who won that match. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean – this pay-per-view was uh what was your thoughts on the pay-per-view? Um truth be told, man, um I remember watching this, you know, when I was younger, but now watching it now in 2021. I mean, I enjoyed it then and I enjoyed it now. I enjoyed just about every single match. Uh really um I'm sitting here and thinking about it. It's not really one I didn't dislike. I mean, other than that, <sighs> Pat Patterson and <laughs> Joe Briscoe, well, whatever you want to call that match. But I mean, other than that, man, I I enjoyed pretty much every single match on the card from beginning to end. What about yourself? Yeah, same here, man. I mean, I height of my fandom, so it's kind of hard for me to go against anything uh, in this era. Mm-hmm. From a uh, just on the surface, right? I mean, there were some things that it was like, all right, obviously, oh, why'd that happen? Or uh, wish this would went a little bit differently, but. On the surface, obviously, everything is, I loved it. Right. I mean, I loved it. I mean, getting into the first match, hey, I got a question about this. hmm So, Chris Benoit lost by Rikishi, lost to Rikishi based on disqualification. hmm Hey, why don't they Rikishi got a, you know, a title run? I liked Rikishi. Rikishi was red hot between 99 I'm gonna say even two thousand to two thousand and one. He had a run, man. Why you don't think they they gave him a chance to be, or at least have some title matches of being that main event run? I, I felt like he should have because he was red hot, man. I mean, yeah, I definitely agree. Whenever uh, we we've acknowledged it before in previous conversations, um, Rikishi had. What I mean, he was he was repackaged so many times. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I forget 
all of his uh his characters, but when he hit on when when he was Rikishi, especially when he hit with Too Cool, like you said, he was red hot. Um, do you think? I mean, I can't really give you a reason off the top of my head why he was uh why he wasn't given that chance. I mean, do you think that he needed to be uh? You know, in the championship uh, or heavyweight championship uh, picture. Uh, I mean, he was already red hot. So, do you think he needed that to solidify to to solidify his uh, his status? I do. Um, he's in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Rikishi's in the Hall of Fame. I'm a Rikishi fan. Mm-hmm. Same, but. He was never – he had that run for two years mm-hmm. in my eyes. Mm-hmm. I've watched his old stuff because of the network. I was only a fan for two years. Mm. I think that he should have had the title. I think he could have had the title. I think – that whole angle of him, oh, I ran over Stone Cold, I did it for the right. That was that was horrible, in my mm-hmm. opinion. But I think that you see it like how we have stuff today, like Kofi Kingston wins the WWE championship. He wasn't a bad guy, wasn't a anything. He was just in the new day, they were having fun and stuff like that. Same thing with Rikishi. Right. Back in the day, they were having fun. Too cool was fun. Big guy that could dance. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to, it was, I would say, maybe two or three people that could actually legitimately, on paper, look like they could beat Rikishi in that era. Mm-hmm. Right? Based right. on the size and his agility. Right. I think that that was an opportunity miss. I think that he should have had a, a larger component to. Um, that era. I mean, I think he should have been a main event player in that era and and positioned more prominently. Do you think that he wasn't because, I mean, there were already so many heavy hitters at the top during that time. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, you can almost look at the main event for this pay-per-view alone with The Rock, Undertaker, Kane, and Triple H. And, I mean, there's others that you can put up in that top tier at that time. Do you think it's because they already had so many uh, wrestlers there in, in that tier? I mean, WWE didn't purchase WCW until 2001. Mm-hmm. I don't think from 99 to, let's say, before March of two, before April of 2001, there was no such thing. I mean, the bigger, more stars you had, the better off you were. True. So, I think. I don't. I don't know what the reason was. Man, I mean, 
probably wasn't in internal reason, but I mean, we don't work for the WWE, so we're not going to talk about their internal reasons. We're just fans, so we're going to talk about what we see on the surface. I think that Rikishi should have had a larger role, quite honestly. Yeah, I agree. Man, man, I mean, I like Rikishi. I mean, especially when they was dancing. Come on. <laughs> Kishi dancing. Yeah. Man had rhythm. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I mean, he, he that and that's why I say I don't think I mean would I have wanted him in that championship picture? Yes, of course. But at the same time, at the time, I just think he was so hot that he didn't really need it. I mean, I think he held down uh, his tear and he worked so well from what I remember from who he faced. I mean, he I don't think he needed that to to like solidify him because I mean he I mean he just did his thing every time he came out. I mean he he held down that as well. You're right. Like, you're I mean, right. You're right. Everybody can't be in the main event. I feel you. Yeah, I mean, should he have been? I I think I agree. I mean, I think so. Yeah, I do. I do agree with you. But I mean, at the same time, like I said, everybody can't be there. But he he did what he did his thing. He did what he needed to do. He was too cool. I mean, too cool even at that time. Not just him, but Grandmaster Sexy uh, and Scotty Too Hotty. I mean, they were they was all they was red hot. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. I agree with that. I got another question for you. Okay. Who is your favorite wrestler in this time? Kurt Angle or Chris Jericho? Uh, um, man, I... I wasn't a huge Kurt Angle fan. I was a fan, but I wasn't a huge fan. And I love Chris Jericho from when he was in WCW. Um, so I'm going to go with Chris Jericho. Because when he came over to WWF at the time, uh, and I remember, I remember him interrupting The Rock, and I was just so excited. You know what I mean? So I'm going to go with Chris Jericho. Yeah, um, I was a big Chris Jericho fan back then. I mean, he was just fun, but uh, the longevity of Chris Jericho speaks for itself. Mm -hmm. I didn't appreciate Kurt Angle until after he was gone, but man. The reason I'm asking is because this is 2000. I don't think uh, Kurt Angle debuted until 1999. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a run this man had just in a first year. I don't yeah. know. He just he just gravitated towards that business just so effortlessly, right? Where promos were great, 
in-ring wrestling was just off the charts as expected. And his character was just, you hated him, you liked him. It's like, wow. Right. I mean, <laughs> same with Chris Jericho, and he's still doing it today with AEW. Mm-hmm. But uh, Chris Jericho had also been in the business for a while. Right. Eh. I think I'm, I'm gonna say when I finally appreciated Kurt Angle. This is gonna sound really weird, but um, is when he was hurt and uh, him and Stone Cold was hurt at the same time, and then they were backstage. They weren't even wrestling, but they were backstage, and they were uh appearing appearing in those skits. You know what I mean? Like when he played, uh, he was playing the guitar. <laughs> when uh, I think Stone Cold got him the hat. You know what I mean? That's when I, I said, okay, so he's not just a wrestler who can be a face or a heel, but he can also he, he has a comedic side to him because we all know that he can cut a promo. He can make you love him. He can make he can make you hate him. And he was just able. He was just so. He could do everything because you have some wrestlers who are great wrestlers or great workers, but who have no promo skills or who have no comedic uh, comedic bone in their body. You know what I mean? Or you have some who are great on the mic, but they can't wrestle. So, I mean, he can do, like I said, he gravitated to the business well, and he can do just about everything in all in every aspect of the business. Yeah, and I mean, the, the reason I ask about the Kurt Angle and Chris Jericho, because as we know, Kurt Angle wins the king of the ring. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, this man has... And see, that's why I got back into the whole money in the bank, king of the ring thing, because Chris Jericho, not Chris Jericho, Kurt Angle... I mean, pretty golden after winning this King of the Ring. I mean, he was golden before, but I think this solidified his legacy because after this, there was no period in his career afterwards where he was, let's just call it a mid-card guy. He was maybe semi-main or main event. Right. You're right. I, 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 I definitely agree. Um, no, I don't. No, I definitely agree. Um, I mean, it's almost as if you you become if you win the King of the Ring, your career is solidified and you're propelled. You know what I mean? Um, Whether it's, I mean, it's not really forced, but I mean, it just seems so organic after that. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm sitting here looking at the winners of the King of the Ring now. And I mean, 
every all the winners are basically Hall of Famers or will be Hall of Famers. You know what I mean? That, see, that's a good point. Can't say that for money in the bank. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing, seeing looking at the list now. Um Yeah, I mean everybody's everybody's basically a Hall of Famer, man. <laughs> like it's Or, or or will be a Hall of Famer. So, I think who was last King of the Wing winner? Was that a uh, King Corbin? I believe so. And I like Baron Corbin. I wish they would. I I don't know what's going on with that, but I I really wish he had more of an opportunity. I think Baron Corbin is. 1A to Randy Orton when it comes to being a heel. Mm. Randy Orton could be the best heel ever. Baron Corbin is a great heel. I don't know what they're doing with Baron Corbin where he hasn't even had really... He's had matches with Roman Reigns when he wasn't the champion. Yeah, But I don't think he's ever had matches with anybody who's well let me take that back let me i don't want to say that that he's never had a championship match but i feel like he should have more consistent championship matches or be one of the main heels within the company where these baby faces are really fighting and he, he's scratching and clawing to get to that championship match Maybe he never gets there, but he's the main villain within the story. Right. I mean, to me, <laughs> hey, man, I like King Corbin. He's a great heel, and I think he's a great worker. Um I mean, almost anybody who he's in the ring with, to me, he was on good matches. You know what I mean? Um, And he seems to generate, I mean, just so much heat from the fans. And I I don't know why the fans don't like him. (laughs) I haven't figured that out yet, me personally. But I appreciate what he does in the ring. I mean, because he can work with uh, veterans and he can work with uh, the new wrestlers. And Kadam Mysterio, I've seen what he's done in the ring with him. And I mean, they to me, they put on good matches. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm with you on that, man. <sighs> Bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Based on my initial question. And even with 
Baron Cor Baron Corbin's been king of the ring, and he's won Money in the Bank. Mm -hmm. I think him winning the King of the Ring, where he called himself King Corbin, has propelled his career more than him winning Money in the Bank, which solidifies that we need to bring back the damn King of the Ring. <laughs> right? Yeah, I agree. Nah, I, I definitely agree. I mean, he, I mean the persona now, like you said, King of the Wing Renner went from Baron Corbin, Constable Corbin to King Corbin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I like Baron Corbin. Like I said, man, that old King Corbin gimmick is 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 amazing. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> Boy. Let me ask you a question, though. Okay. Hard-hitting question. <laughs> Were you a fan of the McMahon-Hemsley faction? Um, I, call, I call it the reign of Triple H. This is when it kind of became really became Triple H instead of Triple H that was a part of DX. Uh, nah, I wasn't a fan of that faction, man. Um, I feel like I don't want to say it's like outright they didn't need each other, but I I enjoyed Triple H more solo or with DX, of course. But and then I enjoyed Vince McMahon solo or with Shane McMahon. You know what I mean? It was just the Mr. McMahon character is such an amazing character by himself that I'm not saying he didn't need other wrestlers, but I mean, it was just the fact that he was able to bring anybody in and pair with anybody to make a fashion was amazing. But I think the, him with Triple H, I think that was my least favorite faction. I mean, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the corporation way more than I enjoyed this. You know what I mean? Like the corporation more than the McMahon Helmsley era? Yeah, man. I did. I yo, I, I enjoyed the corporation. <laughs> man. So you telling me you weren't a fan of Triple H, but when did you become a fan of Triple H? Everybody's a fan of Triple H. That's my that's that's my opinion. Nobody's not a fan of Triple H at this point in life. So when did you become a fan of Triple H? Um trying to think, trying to think. I 
I enjoyed when he separated himself from from, uh, from DX. Uh, I mean, I was a fan of Triple H doing this pay-per-view. What was this? 2000. So, I was always a fan. I didn't like the Hunter Hearst Hemsley character, but when he was Triple H, well, then DX or afterwards, I was a fan of Triple H. Um, this is going to sound <laughs> really weird probably, but when he changed his theme music and when they had it's time to play the game, I think that was like the height of the fandom for me for Triple H. Yeah, that music go hard. Theme song goes hard. Right. Without a doubt. Yeah. Man. Like, yeah. Yeah, I became a fan of Triple H. I'm going to say when he got rid of DX, it was just him and either China or Stephanie. And he just came out jacked. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right. Yeah, I'm a fan of uh, I'm a f- I'm a fan of Triple H, man. Might not like him as a character, but yeah, I'm a fan. Right. Yeah, like I said, when when he started to separate, when he separated himself from DX, he started coming out with the water and everything, and spraying the water and. I mean, that's when it started, but it really picked up when he changed the theme music for me. DX, the original, or DX with everybody else? New Age Outlaws, X Pop. Um, oh, now see, now that's a tough one. I was a fan of both. Uh, but when, I mean, I don't know, man. Because they, they both, both DX to me had different points of, um, what's the word I can use? I had memories with both factions. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, not both factions, but but, but both DXs. Um, Can we say DM? Are you just talking about China, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels? Yeah, I like the original DX better, man. Old Shawn Michaels, Triple H, China. That joint was more edgier than the Road Dog X Pac <laughs> Triple H Badass Billy Gun. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh no, I was all sure. about uh Nah man. All about the original DX. Oh no, the, the the original DS was definitely uh way more edgy. Uh because I mean I remember 
<laughs> when Triple H and Shawn Michaels had the press conference, as I use my air quotes. Hilarious. <laughs> For sure, bro. <laughs> and I Hilarious. was up all night. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, think about it. I remember uh, when they were talking in the rain, the Sergeant Slaughter. Remember they brought the uh, the face shields out and they had the windshield wipers on them? Like, come on, man. <laughs> so, I mean. Amazing. I enjoyed both DX. Uh, DX factions, but the original DX, come on, man! Especially whenever they were, uh, I'm trying to think. They had so many uh, memorable moments, man. So, yeah, I'm going original. DX. Yeah, I agree, man. <laughs> yeah, original DX was, yeah, that was just. They was on one, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. Hey, I didn't like the six-man tag team match for the WWE Championship. What the heck was that? <laughs> Why'd you like it? It was trash, man. What the heck was this? <laughs> six-man tag team match for the WWF Championship? It seems like, hey man, we got all these stars. We gotta put them all on the show. Let's let's just put them in six ten six man tag. Once again, like I said earlier, talking about Rikishi, man. When uh, you have so many wrestlers at the top, man, you you can't fit everybody. You know what I mean? You 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 can't you can't put you can't fit everybody in there if especially if they're in the top tier. Yeah, but put him in the King of the Ring tournament. So what would you what would you uh, rather have saw for, for the main event if not the six? Because because I'm with you. Because I was like, eh. I see what they were trying to do. They were trying to stack the odds in their favor. Uh, you know, set it up to where whoever you can pin anybody, then they become the champ. And so then you have exactly how was it the pay-per-view? It's 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 really what five on one in a sense because <laughs> You got the Undertaker trying to pin tri- Triple H, and then The Rock pulls them off, or then you got, so you know, it's just, yeah, trash, <laughs> trash. Do you think the idea was good and it just wasn't well executed, or do you think that the idea was just bad? No, I think it was executed great. I mean, these were all high-class performers, mm-hmm. I think the idea sucked. Okay. 
I got you. It's like, what is this, man? <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> Six man tag. Really, a five on one, <laughs> and, and and the one was interchangeable depending on who was going who was going to get the pen. <laughs> oh, and also shout out to uh, your boy Shane McMahon, who we both love, taking the unnecessary bump. <laughs> Shane doing it for the fans again. Told you, man. Give the people. I told I told you months ago. Give the people what they want. For no reason. <laughs> Get your fans what they want. Ain't no way I for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. Ha. <laughs> Come on, man. It's just some wild stuff, man. It was just some wild stuff going on, man. A choke slam. Stuff. Yeah, we had a match between Pat Patterson and Gerald Briscoe. Mm. I was with the fans on this one, bro. <laughs> In an evening gown match. <laughs> Yo. R.I.P. to Crash Holly, but thank you for saving that match, bro. <laughs> yeah, why do we have a match? I don't know, man. I don't know. See, I, it's stuff like that where it's like, I don't know. I wish they could have or wish they would have done more logical entertainment pieces. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, there was no reason for Jerry Briscoe and Pat Patterson to be doing something like that. I mean, they definitely didn't need the exposure or anything. Nah. It was a joke taken too far. You know what I mean? Um, What started out as comedy... I'm sure people enjoyed at first, but for it to conclude in that manner, their program to conclude to conclude, nah. The joke was cool for it just ran its course, man. Yeah, definitely did. Yeah, man, I don't understand this whole Pat Patterson thing and. Gerald Briscoe in an evening gown match. That didn't make any sense to me. I don't... I feel like... Hey, man, if you're going to put an evening gown match, where the divas at? <laughs> Tell you, man. I, I was with the universe on this one. Like, it was, it, it was a joke that just went on way too long. Um, and then as soon as I, it's like as soon as the match started, they just started the the, the WWFE universe started booing, and I and I felt them, man. I was just like, why are we watching this? Why is this on pay per view? You know what I mean? Yeah, it was it was trash. 
That didn't make any sense to me. That was the one match probably throughout the entire night. I ain't I ain't enjoy. <laughs> I ain't, well, obviously, for I obvious reasons. Trying to see you no know, uh, love, Pat Patterson, R.I.P. Love Gerald, Gerald Briscoe from what they did. You know what I mean for the company. But I wasn't trying to see them in no pantyhose and no broad panties and stuff. You know what I mean? Come on, man. Yeah. Nah, I got get it, man. It was. That's uh, why I said that's. Uh, why, that's why I shout out to Crash Holly for for coming in. <laughs> it, it Crash Holly single handedly saved that match, man. Or Crash at the time. Single-handedly saved that match. Oh, yeah, he did. I like Crash Holly. I did, too. He was funny. He was entertainment, man. Came out with that scale. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that Hilarious. was my man. That was my man. <laughs> and so. Straight comedy, man. Yep. Shit, he put on good matches. <laughs> I enjoy Crash, man. I enjoy Crash. I enjoy Crash Holly. He did his thing. He held his own. Definitely did. Really enjoyed him. He he just passed. He well, not just passed away, but he has passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh. Not sure why, so I'm not gonna say why. Um, but I know he did pass away. Yeah. A lot of people in this era passed away. Yeah, man. Tell you I I have I've I've looked at the at the list, man, and a lot of uh if I'm not mistaken, I think he passed a, a few years after that pay per view. I want to say it was the early 2000s. Uh, like, oh, was it 03? It was like. I don't know, but. Uh, I want wow. to say it was like 03. Oh, uh, two, oh, three, oh, four ish, around there. Yeah. But, um, I mean, if you look at a lot of wrestlers, I mean, even, you know, Tess. Who? Let me also just say I enjoyed the TNA tag team. Um, yeah, I actually enjoyed the tag team elimination match in this pay per view as well. Um, yeah, it was solid. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Solid teams. Yeah, for sure. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. Are you a fan? Well, were you a fan of Albert, aka Prince Albert, aka uh, Lord? Was Lord Sensei? If I said that correctly, I think so. You know, he's uh, the head trainer of NXT now. Hmm. Yep. Ah, uh, man. No. I wasn't. Really? No, nah, I ain't like him. 
too hairy. <laughs> That's the only reason. <laughs> Just about, man. He's too hairy, man. And when he first came out, he had too many piercings for me, man. <laughs> Hey man, I was an Albert fan, man. Whoa! I mean, I ain't never heard nobody say that. I was, man. When he first came out, man, I didn't really understand. But when I actually started to pay attention to him, because I didn't know he was like six seven, six eight. Oh wait, he was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's tall, man. Because if you, if, looking back at it, if you look at TNA, him and Tess were damn near the same height. Wow. And clearly over 300 pounds, man, he moved well. And I mean... For him to now be the head trainer at, uh, for NXT, I mean, to me, he was doing something right. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no that's true. I mean, you, you can't deny his record uh, at NXT. Uh, put out a lot of great talent and. I mean, I'm a fan of his now, but if we talking about in 2000, hell no. <laughs> nah. Not at all. I ain't even play with him in the video games. <laughs> Ever. Nah, man. I was a fan, man. I mean, it kind of Cause I, cause I enjoyed TNA. Cause like I said, I enjoyed Tess. And um, I'm trying to think uh, who else he was with. I didn't like him when he came back as uh, Lord Sensei, though. Now I wasn't a fan of that. But as Albert, and maybe it was even the play on the name Prince Albert, I was also a fan of too. But I mean, he just moved so well to being almost. I mean, he was not close to four hundred, but he was well over three hundred pounds, and to be like six, seven, six, eight. I was a fan. All right. I ain't never heard nobody say that. <laughs> so first, never heard anybody say it was a Prince Albert fan. Yeah, man. It, Maybe it was the Pearsons. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Cause, uh, you thinking about doing that? No. <laughs> nah. I'm good. I might. <laughs> <laughs> I might. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't about that life. I'm about a lot of lives. But I ain't about that life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. 
If you don't know, look it up. <laughs> but uh, uh. <laughs> I don't look it up at work, huh? Now nah, go ahead. Now nah, I say, if you gonna look it up, just don't look it up at work. <laughs> NS, NSFW, not safe for work. <laughs> and also look look it up at uh, viewer beware. <laughs> True. Very true. I mean, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that uh, this weekend is WrestleMania weekend. Yes, sir. Very excited. Always excited for WrestleMania. That's that's my drinking weekend. So, uh, yeah, I drink a lot during WrestleMania. <laughs> what you what you going to be sipping on? Yeah, man, you know, I keep it classy, man. I always do red wine. Okay. But I do a lot of it. <laughs> so uh I'm glad it's two nights, you know. Right, I really like right. the two night uh the two night um format they have going on because I could break it out. When it was one night, mm-hmm. yeah, I, uh, yeah. Sometimes I I didn't see the main event because <laughs> You know, with these WrestleManias, main event don't come on at 12. Now, I'd be knocked out. <laughs> I'd be done right. at 12. So, I like the two-night format. It is my drinking night. My drinking weekend. Uh, so, very excited. Oh, yeah. Same here. I'm excited to see Bianca and Sasha. Yeah. I want to see Drew and Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm excited for the whole card, man. I I I, I kind of like I I like the stories that were built. I like what's going on here. Um and just being a fan, obviously I'm going to watch, but I am I am genu- genuinely excited. Yeah, same here. Um, are you excited to finally see uh, almost wrestle? Yeah, man. Really, I am. Uh, wow, that's gonna be man. I, w- I want to see how how he moves. He reminds me of a like a big colleague. Mm-hmm. So I want to see how he actually moves in the ring if. if if that man can move and he's that big, mm-hmm. oof, that's gonna be that's gonna be good. And then, then eventually, yeah. maybe he doesn't ever speak, but he gets like a Paul Heyman as his mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. man, that's <laughs> gonna that's gonna be good. Um, I'm excited to see him uh, finally. Um, it, I I I have faith that he's gonna move well. I mean, he used to play basketball. Um, for the uh, one say the University of South Florida. Um, and also before that, shout out to uh, Morgan State University in Baltimore, Maryland. Um. So I mean, hopefully, you know, if he moves well, I, I, I as I feel like he will, 
I think it's going to be a, a, a great match. Um, I mean, he's going to be in the ring with three experienced, great workers and Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, AJ Styles. So, yeah. I think I think I mean he seems agile because you know he's able to move and kick uh, in them tight ass pants, but uh, I think he'll be straight. <laughs> I mean, I hope so, man. I want I want to see him do well, and like you said, he has a lot of star power in that match that can you know help him through uh, being his first match, big stage. But uh, I'm very excited. What I'm not excited to see. I don't want well, I'm not gonna say I'm not excited. I have low expectations for this bad bunny. <laughs> uh Ms. Morrison Damian Priest match. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let me just say <laughs> your bad bunny has been on a hell of a run. <laughs> I mean, commercials out the ass now. Uh, he just dropped a shoe with Adidas that sold out rather quickly for the sneakerheads out there like myself. And he's dropping another one. He was a 24-7 champion. Uh, performed on SNL a couple of weeks ago with the belt in his lap. So, I'm not really excited to see him wrestle. Um I like Damian Priest, so I'm excited for that. But yeah, not really. Eh. As, as as he told Uncle Snoop in the uh, Corona commercial, not really that excited to see about Bonnie. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what he said in the commercial, man. He said Babani. I said, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Oh man. Hey, I hey, I'm be honest. Man. I I wasn't really up on Bad Bunny, man, up until he pulled up and did the Booker T song. For real, hey man. Nah, yo, he he, all right. I I can I can get I can get with him except for this wrestling shit. I can get with him. <laughs> nah, I ain't know nothing about no Bad Bunny, man. Till that. Yeah, man, nah. Bad Straight Bunny. Up, I ain't know nothing. <laughs> I mean, I, I ain't mad at him. He's uh, widening his brand. You know what I mean? Um, I think he's been doing the music thing. I think he's been out for what? A couple of, I mean, more than a couple of years now. I'd probably say like four or five years maybe. And so... I mean, I like his music, not going to lie. I don't, I don't want to sound ignorant, but <laughs> I don't uh, speak speak the, the language that well, so I don't really understand the lyrics of the song, but I, I mean, he flows and, and, and he has some nice beats, so he, you know he does his thing on the mic. Yeah, man. I, you know what? He might surprise us at WrestleMania. So, we'll see. Yeah. We shall see. 
Yeah. I mean. But once again, just like uh, almost he's going to be in the match with three great workers as well. You know, Miz, Morrison, and uh, Damian Priest. So. Yeah. I don't know. A little different. <laughs> just a little just a little different, man. Just a little different. Yeah. I mean, he he's what? He probably been training uh what? Couple months now. I mean, I know you have to train for I know there's this wrestlers you train for years. But um, he, like you say, he might surprise us. I yeah, I hope so, man. He 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 gonna I do really something. Do. He gonna do something risky. I, I have a feeling. <laughs> Think so? Yeah. I mean, he's already jumped off the top of uh, the turnbuckle on a dive, and I mean, he but he he gonna he gonna do something. I don't know what. That could be the trimmings talking right that I'm sipping on right now, but he gonna do something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh what are we talking about next week, man? Mm, shit. You wanna uh, re- re- review the the WrestleMania that we about to watch this weekend? Ooh. Yeah, might as well. Okay. All right. Okay. I mean, so we're gonna review WrestleMania. Damn, what number we on? <laughs> um, thirty-seven. Last year messed me up. <laughs> WrestleMania thirty-seven. All right, okay. Why not, man? 30- Why not? All right. Well, uh, we thank everybody for listening to a nice installment of Questionable Booking. Next week, we'll be talking about this upcoming weekend's WrestleMania. Yes, sir. We'll see you guys next week. Take care. Good night and happy WrestleMania week. Mm Mm-hmm.